Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. Happy Hump Day! What a gorgeous day uh, here in the Valley of the Sun. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The website at allamericangold.com. And oh man, we got a lot of ground to cover. We we've got some jobs numbers out. You know, this is how weird everything is. Half a million jobs created, and it was disappointing. Uh, we have inflation. You know what? I'm telling you, and I've been telling you, and I know Wall Street wants to pretend that whatever the Fed says is 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 the right thing, and, and it's over with. Inflation is running rampant. Uh, and it's everywhere. I've got details on that for you. We got a, a gold and silver rallying today, and and again, uh, the paper markets. Nothing to do with the physical markets. Uh, premiums on silver went up again. Uh, it's absolutely crazy. But we got a lot of stuff to cover. We'll get to all of that. A couple of announcements. Got another uh, movie night at the radio station in Colorado on Friday. Uh, the Phoenix market will be closed on Friday, Good Friday, uh, so that we will have a, a repeat in, on Phoenix this Friday. Uh, Colorado, you'll get a show on Friday. And then next Friday, the following Friday, uh, Jason uh, and possibly Brian, whoever Jason gets, somebody's going to be filling in. I'll be off uh, next Friday. So the next two Fridays kind of a little bit uh, different schedule going on. Uh, if I forget, happy Easter to everybody out there. If I if I forget to say that, um, movie night this Friday at the radio station, Cathay uh, Athens. Once again, I love Greek food. I've said this before. You know, growing up, all the best uh, restaurants and bakeries uh, in Syracuse were run by the Greeks, and Cathay uh, Athens there in Loveland at the mall there. Uh, they're they're going to be providing the food uh, for the event at the radio station. Make sure you get there if you can. Go there, check it out, say hello. Uh, we had a lot of changes there, a lot of great things happening. Uh, CBD products, uh, just, man, these the my kind guys. Uh, Paul Mist is working on this. He's going to get them on uh, so you guys can ask questions, and they can give you, you know, all the science behind it all. Uh, they just launched that new retinol cream. Uh, that's now on our, our website. A lot of excitement about that, especially from these guys. They're like, this is this is the best of the best, and not just for the face, but like the neck and chest areas. Uh, check that out. You know, I a lot of you know, I have what they call was a double crush. I had uh, my nerve in my, my elbow was being crushed by the bone. And then my C6 and C7, uh, the, the, the back specialist, They've said, listen, sooner or later, Joe, you're going to need to get surgery done. Uh, I got surgery on my elbow. A lot of you remember after I got out of uh, the hospital with COVID, I had surgery on my elbow. Uh, but but they said, hey, listen, the back, that's not going to fix everything. But ever since then, I've been really kind of uh, been taking the CBD. And I, I tell you, you know, I'd, I'd use the, the 3,000 milligram tincture and the salve. I like both of those products. But for the last three or four days, the the neck, 
has has really started bothering me again. And I'm I'm a once a day guy. Every night I take the tincture and, and under my tongue and and I just it's easy, simple. So yesterday it got so bad that I decided, you know what? I'm going to take a double dose. And I will tell you right now, I couldn't believe it. Within 30 minutes, it felt significantly better. Uh, and this is what the CBD guys always said. Hey, you know, depending on what's going on, you, you can't overdo it. Uh, but but it's something where, and the, this one's unique because uh, Advil doesn't work for the nerves. Uh, even like the big painkillers like the Oxys and the Percocet, that does nothing. They're, they have this one that does a little bit. It was a little helpful, uh, but but I was just, I'm telling you, I'm just so glad that they the MyKind guys found us and reached out to us. They've got great products, whether it's for you, your pets, what, whatever it may be, and they're always looking at new stuff. And we'll get them on there, and I promise, and Paul's working on it, and, and we'll get them on soon. And I'll let you know so you guys can prepare so that way, uh, even if you're not in Colorado, you just go to the 1360 website and you can listen live and, and get educated uh, all about CBD and what it can do for you. And, of course, uh, we're t- talking about the best of the best when you're talking about my kind CBD. So uh, we appreciate all that. Get out there. All that stuff supports the radio station. Of course, I've said it a thousand times. And the prices are unmatched, especially for the quality and all the testing and all the things that these guys do. Everything's independently lab certified. You know the thing. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to, to make mention. Kind of interesting because I, I was – the pain is very – I knew exactly what it was. And I was just like, Ugh. And I just want to delay it for as long as possible. You know, my surgeon even said, listen, eventually you got to have to get something done – uh, the C6 and C7, if you put your hand in your back, it's right where the little hump is, just uh, just right near you know the neckline. Uh, they're, they're just destroyed. So, uh, But I've had a good life. I can't complain. Hey, when we get back, listen, we got jobs. We've got inflation. We've, we've got, <laughs> well, I, we got a lot. Let's just leave it at that. And then also, when no one's looking, a new country has been added to the all the major bond ETFs in the world. We'll talk about all of those things when we return. 800 uh, Gold's up 25. Uh, 17 08 now. Silver's up. Uh, it's up about 30 cents. 24 30, uh, and again, uh, you know, gold, I don't know how many times they've got to test this bottom, but they keep wanting to mess around with it. It's not going to stay down long. And now inflation data raging. Uh, the Wolf Richter, and I've talked about him a, a bunch of times, he did a great, just a great breakdown of housing today. Uh, I'll, I'll give you the two markets where you know we're in Phoenix, we're in Denver. Phoenix home prices up fifteen point eight percent. Think about that for a minute. Fifteen point eight percent. You know, you're thinking about oh, you know, a five hundred thousand a home that was five hundred thousand dollars. 
you're talking about, hey, it's almost 600,000 now, 580,000. That's, that's a lot. That's, that, that's huge increases. Denver, uh, just under 11%. Everywhere, nationally, out of, out of this world. But remember, the Federal Reserve wants you to, to, to think that that's not inflationary. They don't even use home prices. Now, they used to, up until about 2000. Then they got rid of it. And they, they came with the, uh, like the rent equivalent, whatever that means. Nobody really knows what it means. And, of course, let's face it. If you've rented anything, you know rents are through the roof as well. But Wolf Richter breaks it all down. And he says that the latest CPI number that we saw, which we're getting ready to get another one. We haven't gotten it yet. We're getting ready. They had that ridiculous 1.4% number. You know, when they, you know, they don't talk, you know, food doesn't count, energy doesn't count, you know, you know, all these things. So Wolf Richter did something very simple. He goes, if we just go back to 2000 and how the central bank calculated inflation only in terms of housing, leave all the other bull crap, all the other nonsense. I mean, they really think we're dumb, right? They just make crap up. And then they pass off because you know why? They got the cheerleaders on the idiot box telling you there's no inflation day after day. Because here's the reality. The reality is, if they told you what the real rate of inflation is, the 10-year note wouldn't be at 175 or 275 or 375 or 475 or 575. It would be much, much higher. But nonetheless, just housing. Let's just go back to how you did it in 2000. Leave all your other stuff alone. That 1.4 becomes 3.8%. Now remember, they tell us they want two. Well, now they're saying, well, it... It'll be okay if it's a little over two. Just one change back brings it from 1.4 to 3.8. How bad is it? And listen, this is why gold's rallying today. People are looking and going, holy, wait a minute. Kimberly Clark this morning. For those of you uh, that don't know, Kimberly Clark Right in the grocery store, they dominate. Right, they're everywhere. Kimberly Clark, General Mills, right, they're huge in the in in the grocery store. They announced this morning 
that it is hiking prices across the board from toilet paper to diapers uh, grow <laughs> joining the growing list of consumer pro- uh, products companies that are raising prices and raising prices significantly they're saying that the higher costs are putting pressure on profits but cash strapped consumers still reeling from the impact uh, yeah, they're, they're going to be in, in a whole lot of trouble. Prices, now listen to this. This is the part that's interesting because this would be a great gauge for inflation because they're everywhere. They cover so many products. Prices on most Kimberly-Clark North American pr- products will rise from the mid to high single digits. So what is Kimberly Clark telling us today? Eh, inflation is between 5 and 9%. <laughs> God, you know, let's just split the difference, right? Let's call it 7.5%. Oh, by the way, J.M. Smuckers, uh, get ready. Peanut butter prices through the roof. Everything is going Crazy, and and, and the the CEO Kimberly Clark just said, "Listen, the cost of everything is getting more expensive." I haven't been down, you know, the diaper aisle in a long, long time, but holy crap, are they expensive? And now get ready, right? They're going to get more expensive. Uh, they they said that uh, the higher prices started last year. But they said that prices are going to be increasing at a much more rapid pace in 2021. Uh, Baby, child care, adult care, uh, Procter & Gamble. So so if you think about Kimberly Clark, now Procter & Gamble, is going to be following its lead and says consumers will see higher prices on Pampers and Charmin and all of their other products as well. J.M. Smucker raised prices on its jellies and peanut butters. General Mills CEO said that on the earnings call on March the 24th that his company is going to be hiking prices. Get ready. This isn't make-believe. Right? They can change formulas. They can change numbers. They can get their cheerleaders out on the television set. But the reality is simple. And here's the thing. It takes them a while. It takes them a while to figure out, oops. Right, go back to the housing and financial crisis. August of 2007, everything was wonderful. They were going to raise rates from 525 to 5.5%, and then it all went to hell. Right, and Wall Street wasn't going to open, and all these bailouts. Uh, this morning, the Biden administration, $2.25 trillion in infrastructure. Uh, this was, now, I know you're like, hey, wait, I, oh, it's $4 trillion, now it's 2 trillion. No, they broke the bill up. So round one, $2.25 trillion, and it's going to be 
massively expensive. It's not ending. It's all over the place. You better, you know, buckle up. This is what happens. This isn't, uh, you know, some type of fake, nobody lives in reality. People are starting to ask on TV now, how can the central bank not see what's happening? This is what happens. Read any economics textbooks, any of them that haven't been written in the last five years, and they'll tell you, this is what happens. You know, just think about it in your own personal life. You know, a lot of you listeners, your business owners, your your consumers, you work in the real world, you understand uh, how things work. If you have too much of something, I don't care what it is, What do you do? What do companies do? What do producers do? They lower the price. They got to get rid of it. And this is what's happening with the dollar. If you have too much of it, they lower the price. This is what's happened. Did the house change? Did the house in Phoenix that just went up 16% in one year, did it change? No. The amount of dollars you needed to buy it is what changed. That's what's changed. Did the Pampers or the Huggies or the, the toilet paper, did it change? Did the peanut butter change? No. What changed was how many dollars you needed to buy it. How bad is it getting? Listen, nobody wants to tell you this. I Hell, I don't want to tell it to you. But it's the realities. I've been telling you now for how long about the troubles that we're having in, in the bond market, right? The troubles that we're having in companies showing up to buy our debt, or countries showing up to buy our debt talked about it and I've been telling you all of a sudden especially in the last year or so more and more countries more and more companies are turning to China and buying their debt to the point where now China is starting to compete with the rest of the world for capital. The bank the Bank of China just announced that the major bond exchanges, one is the Russell, okay, just to, to give you an idea of what we're talking about. Uh, Bloomberg Barclays, they're a big one. And then of course JP Morgan. Okay, those are the three largest bond ETFs, if you will. If you want exposure to the bond market. But this is this is where they go. They have these ETFs. The 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 the, the thing about it is China wasn't in it. But that just changed. Not only is China now going to be part of it. 
But they're saying that according to the benchmarks, the Chinese bonds are now going to be comprised of 5.5% of these bond ETFs. That's their starting number. By the way, to make room for the Chinese bonds in the ETF, guess which bonds they decided to lower? You got it. Right here in the U.S. So they're selling U.S. treasuries to add Chinese treasuries. Uh, they're saying the outflow will be, to start, will be $49 billion according to HSBC. Uh, Japan's uh, was also reduced. So they sold U.S. bonds. They sold Japanese bonds to put the Chinese bonds in it. China is now starting to compete for capital from international investors and away from the dollar as we're ramping up spending. Listen, it's happening. You better be ready. You better be ready. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative perspective since 1983, continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. Today is Cesar Chavez Day, the anniversary of his birthday. You may not know who he is, but nine states recognize March 31st as an official holiday called Cesar Chavez Day. Arizona, California, Colorado, Illinois, Michigan, New Mexico, Texas, Utah, and Wisconsin. The National Education Association passes a resolution nearly every year calling on Congress to give Cesar Chavez a national holiday. That's a very interesting idea, and I'd like to tell you why. Back in the 1970s, Cesar Chavez was a Mexican-American left-wing union organizer for farm workers. He became a historical icon for liberals and Latinos, symbolizing militant support for workers based on grassroots organizing and his slogan, Yes, We Can. He is honored by the liberals for improving the wages and working conditions of farm laborers. There's one interesting fact about Cesar Chavez that the liberals do not talk about. He was committed to stopping illegal immigration because he recognized that is so hurtful to U.S. workers. He organized marches through California and to the Mexican border to protest the entry of illegal aliens. Cesar Chavez demanded that the federal government close the border. He set up a line along the U.S.-Mexican border to prevent Mexicans from entering the United States illegally and taking the jobs of Mexican farm workers who came here legally. He reported illegal immigrants to immigration officials, and he put his brother in charge of border patrols, much like some so-called Minutemen have done in recent years. He even favored deporting illegal aliens. Yes, Cesar Chavez was an activist liberal, but he had the welfare of honest farm workers at heart. I think we should honor him for speaking out against the way illegal aliens are taking the jobs of millions of Americans today. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. If you're busy taking notes, you can stop now. 
because these commentaries in written form and spoken audio are archived on the website phyllisschlafly.com, many recorded by Mrs. Schlafly herself. If you're doing research or missed a day, just go to phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening and re-listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. There's a lot more coming. Let me give you some perspective on all of this. China's bonds, their, their government bonds, they're, they're rated A+. And some are saying they're actually going to get upgraded to A. In the U.S., you know, people will tell you we're A rated. Not really. Matter of fact... Uh, double A plus now because uh, I think it was S and P. One of them already lowered us to double A plus. All of them got us on credit watch negative. But think about this: same rating as Japan, and getting ready to surpass them. Just now gained access to this bond market. Their initial weighting is going to be about one-third of what Japan's is. Here's the difference, though. You know, Japan has a negative interest rate. It's close to zero. China bonds yields more than ours, 2.8%. Actually, almost 2.9%. And they've got a better bond rating. I mean, you would think, well, wait a minute. China should represent 16%, because that's where Japan's at. Japan's at 16% in this thing. And, and Japan should be about 5%. Italy, do you, we know they, they're, they're done, right? They're, they're, they have more in here. This is what I'm saying. This is just the beginning. Let me give you a perspective. Last year, $100 billion of new out-of-the-country money went into Chinese bonds. Now, you're like, ah, $100 billion, that's nothing in today's world, right? Which it's true, it's not. But just to, so you know, how much went into the U.S.? How much went into the U.S. last year? This would be foreign money going into the U.S. Treasury market. Now, remember, last year they admitted a debt of $3.2 trillion. Of course, I told you the real number was $4.5. And you're like, well, how can that be? And the answer is really simple. They don't count everything. <laughs> That's how it is. Right? When they make uh, all the home loans, like FHA and Fannie and Freddie, they don't count that. Sco- student loans, they don't count that. Yet they're on the hook. And we know, you know, people don't pay. I mean, 20% of people aren't paying their FHA loans. Student loans, forget. Is anyone paying a student loan? Only $200 billion of foreign money came into the U.S. bond market last year. That's it. So China's already, by the way, that $100 billion, that was a new all-time record high. And you throw this in here already, right Right now, just this number alone, there's another $46 billion. So they're going to shatter that record. There's a good chance that China will attract the same amount of money 
foreign money for its bonds as the U.S. does for our bonds this year. And if it's not this year, it'll be next year. But here's the problem. It's not going to stop there. It's not going to stop there. And this is, this is really what's happening. Why is this happening? Well, the answer is simple. We're spending money like drunken sailors. Again, another $2.25 trillion today. And you know they're going to pass it. We know they're going to pass it. Our central bank lies. Right? Our data is uh, its not believable. Do you think anybody in the world thinks the inflation rate in the United States is 1.4%? Does anybody in the world believe that? Heck, does anyone even believe 3.8? Kimberly Clark just told you. Uh, the way we look at it, uh, about 7-8%. That's what we're seeing. 7-8%. And oh, by the way, who knows? That may not be enough. We could raise prices even more. But right now, 7-8%. So let's just, let's just be kind and say 7%. Okay? I want you to think about this now. I know. I know. It's going to be third grade math. Well, actually, this is probably like second grade math. 7%. Our bonds, our 10-year note, is yielding 1.7%. Okay? That means by buying a 10-year note that's yielding 1.7%, in real terms, you're losing 5.3% of your money. Who in the right mind would buy that? And you know what? I just told you, the foreigners know how to do math. Believe it or not, foreign governments can do second-grade math. Because they've done it. They just did it. They did the math. You know what they said? Screw you guys. We're going to go buy the, the, the Chinese bonds. That's what they said. That's what they've been saying. And they act, oh, oh, Wall Street's up today because the central bank said that, don't worry, inflation's just transitory. This is what we're dealing with. we got a bunch of clowns. Listen, our president's a patsy. No offense to Joe Biden. And I agree with what a lot of people say. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Doesn't know what day of the week it is. They're going to pass every spending bill you could possibly imagine. So today's little chestnut, they're going to bring the the corporate tax rate back to 28%. It all sounds wonderful as far as that goes. But if they don't close the loopholes, does it really matter? Uh, but $2.25 trillion, and the way they did the math, here's what they said. Well, the taxes that they put a bunch of tax increases in there, well, that'll pay, uh, you know, for about half of it. You know, it's going to take 15 years to, to pay for it all. But, you know, we paid for it. That math doesn't work. If you're going to spend $2.25 trillion over the next seven years, you can't say, well, we paid for it. 15 years later. 
And this is this is really the big problem that we're up against. You know, as we sit here and, and we're looking at what's going to come next, right? It, and, of course, we just told you about housing prices, how that's not working. Uh, the senators now, 21 Democratic senators. Guess what? They just pitched the patsy what they want to do next. I'll tell you what that is. I'll say you won't believe it, but when I tell you, you'll be like, yep, that sounds about right. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. So here's here's what we know. $2.25 trillion in infrastructure. Uh, they, they split the bills, what they've done. So this one, they're hoping to get a few Republicans to go along with it. Uh, I'm sure there's a ton of pork in there. Uh, there is some elderly assistance in the bill, uh, but then, you know, clean water's in the bill and, uh, you know, all this, a bunch of other stuff. Uh, but $2.25 trillion is the proposal. Uh, they've already, the Democrats are, are already set to do the 5150 deal, if need be. Part two. Part two is more handouts uh, for, well, I guess half the country. This is where we're at. This is where we're at. Half the country needs money. Period. Why? Because there's no inflation. Right? Please. The Democrats, 21 Democratic senators wrote a letter to the president yesterday. They they want to end the timeline so we know right the, that okay you get an extra three hundred dollars in your unemployment benefits and and here's another check and the this runs out on this day kind of like the moratorium on on evictions but that was supposed to end today and then two days ago how does the cdc get the power to tell you you can't evict somebody who's not paying i mean where did that come from but again the government does it what it wants, when it wants. The Democrats now just want to permanently, well, they don't say permanently, but this is what it is. They just want to keep sending the checks. Make the unemployment, the extra 300 bucks. that's not going to be forever. Well, or until we decide it's over, right, we, you know, down the road. But we're not going to put a date on it. And what is and, and I said it last week. You know, after the third time, it becomes a habit. And this is exactly what we're up against. We are the world has too many dollars. J.P. Morgan, Bloomberg, Russell, all of them uniformly agreed. Let's give less weight into U.S. bonds in our bond fund. Let's make room for the Chinese bonds. And believe me, all that's going to happen is they're going to make more and more room. And where does the money go? Right? We're competing. This is this is a competition. And we're getting our ass handed to us by the Chinese right now. 
And I know no, no one wants to hear it. You can't, just can't give all this giveaway. All it's doing is creating horrible inflation. Look at the housing market. They did it again. Housing so unaffordable. How did it get there? Well, because you want to lie about inflation. You want to lie about what the interest rates are. You're blowing up your balance sheet. You're creating all of this money out of thin air. The prices are just going to keep going up. Now you've got this great idea. Hey, let's just send half the co- half the country a check every three months. What do you think that's going to do? It's going to drive up the cost of everything. And that's exactly what we're starting to see. And I know they're trying to hide it, but at least for a day anyway, everyone's like, whoa, wait a minute. How can there how can you keep up the charade of what inflation is? And how about this one? Today we had ADP. You know, it's the first week of the month here. So ADP, they're a survey coming. They do a lot of payroll processing for businesses. We created half a million jobs in March. Matter of fact, I would not be surprised to see a million jobs from the government on Friday. And that may be disappointing. 517,000 jobs created, according to ADP. That was actually below estimates. And, of course, this was, you know, I guess some blue states needed uh, to start reopening. But here's the problem. Shouldn't have that number been 5 million? Right there, they, last week, every, and we'll get the number tomorrow. But last Thursday... The government said 19.3 million people were collecting unemployment benefits and all of the plans they have. Well, if we were reopening, shouldn't that number have been 5 million at least? Right, That should have been easy. We got 500,000. And I really think, I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if the government's number is over a million. But again, shouldn't it be 5 million? But a lot of these jobs are never coming back. I hate to tell you this. You know, 10% of all restaurants and bars are closed permanently. They're gone. Just that alone, I don't know how many millions of jobs that is. Because we know where all the most of the jobs have been. And we're sitting here and we're talking about, here's what's happening in the real world. They're misrepresenting the facts, and they do it deliberately. Listen, they're openly saying, yeah, we're buying bonds. <laughs> How did you get the money? Oh, we just made it up. The Biden administration, the Patsy administration, right, they're, they're spending money like nobody's business, right? We've got a border crisis. I don't know if you've seen the latest. They're saying there could be a million more coming. Oh. How are we paying for it all? Well, we're not. We're going to borrow it. The problem is that's creating massive inflation. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, U.S. $20 gold pieces. I am pretending, believe me, that the 
what now here, almost $30 rise in gold today hasn't happened yet. Uh, U.S. $20 gold pieces, 1975 at 800-951-0592. Put some gold away. By the way, the infrastructure, also good for silver, really good for silver. A lot of 5G crap in there and clean water and clean this and, and solar that and wind that. It, it's incredible what they're doing and it's it's almost like they they they're either fools which i don't believe or this is this is what they have to do to make it so the banks aren't broke i mean really think about it just for just for one second and i know it's a lot of reality if the fha admits 20 percent of people aren't paying their mortgage what does that really mean for housing? And yet, we got all-time record high prices. No one's ever seen the like of it. There's no homes to buy. Well, because there's no, you can't evict anybody. <laughs> right? So I know where a lot of supply is. I really do. And why is the the why are they still buying mortgage-backed securities, making the problem even worse? If the Fed would stop buying, so they're they're buying 120 billion dollars a month. About $40 billion of that is mortgages. The Fed owns more mortgages than anybody now. They own more treasuries than anybody. Scary thought. They shouldn't own any. What happened to free markets? What happened to capitalism? They don't want you to know that they've built the largest bubble the world has ever seen. And this is just kind of the last phase here. And they're just going headlong into it. Because what else can they do? If they don't buy the mortgages, okay, let's just say they stopped and just bought all treasuries instead. That would probably overnight add 1% to all mortgages. So instead of three point something, it goes to four point something. And I, I promise you, just that little move would be enough to end all the price gains. It'd be over. That would add hundreds and hundreds of dollars to mortgage payments overnight. But they want to create a fake bubble. You, we know this. We've seen this before. They only can do it for so long. You should have seen the guys on CNBC this morning asking what the heck the Fed is doing. Where are they? They're on autopilot. Why are they doing this? They're creating a massive bubble. On and on and on and on. Get ready. U.S. $20 uh, Liberties and Saints. You can you pick them. Uh, 1975. Uh, gold's up 27. 1712 uh, now. 1712. Silver is up uh, just under. Just under $0.35 cents here, uh, $24.50. Uh, the Dow is, it was flat most of the day. It's up 38 points. The Dow's up 38 points on half a million jobs created and $2.25 trillion more of money we don't have. And even that isn't healthy. Patriot Radio News Hour. God bless everybody. We'll be back tomorrow.